0: On the Rebranded Athlete podcast, we discuss the transition from college athletics to the workforce and sit down with other athletes to hear about their stories of making the transition from leaders on the field to leaders in their career field. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain it's free. hey everyone this is sarah lepe and i want to welcome you to the rebranded athlete podcast this is the very first episode and i'm really excited to start this journey in this episode i want to kind of tell you a little bit about me and my background and exactly why i decided to start this podcast and essentially the business that i have moving forward so the rebranded athlete concept really comes from helping athletes transition during that really uncertain time um, that you have after you're done graduating and then trying to figure out your next steps, whether you're gonna go to grad school or if you're gonna you know, try to hop right into the workforce. So I created this with that in mind and really seeing the athlete as being able to continue their potential with a new team and playing a new game. So about me, um, I was a volleyball player and I started playing at a young age, the age of eight, actually, um, in a little town, beach town called Oxnard in California. And um, my aunt was actually the one who got me involved in sports when I was a little kid. And when I finally was old enough to be on a school team, um, that's really where I met my core group of friends who would go on to being the girls that I played with all the way through high school. Um, I went to Oxnard High School, and at that time, um, the team was, you could say, was building. Um, We were in the Channel League, and it was really a difficult league to be part of. And by the time I was a sophomore, we won our first championship. And then from there, um, every year for the next 13 years, Oxnard High School kept winning the championships. So really proud to be a Yellow Jacket alumni and be part of that group. From there, I went on and I was recruited at many schools to play volleyball. But my heart and just, you know, that feeling of being home is when I landed at Cal State Fullerton. I still remember when I went on my recruiting trip and I just felt that. Instant connection with the girls on the team, and I knew that's where I needed to be. Um, even though they, as well, were not a top team in the conference, I really have always thrived on that underdog mentality, and I wanted to be part of something that was going to grow and build into something great. And um, I had a difficult freshman year. Um, I had never really had an injury at all in my life until I blew out my ACL the first month of uh, playing at Cal State Fullerton. In fact, I didn't even get to start the regular season. I had blown out my knee um, practicing for one of our preseason games. So that year definitely taught me a lot. Um, And from there, I graduated in uh, 2005 um, from the team from Cal State Fullerton. And that was after playing volleyball for 15 years. Um, I moved back home and at that time i needed to go to school to get more education um, because i was going to be a teacher so i needed to go to the teaching credential program so i did that i was a teacher for five years um, locally in oxnard at the same district that i grew up in and uh, after five years i decided that i wanted to step into a leadership role and i went from being a teacher to an assistant principal and now i'm currently Uh, going into my third year of being a K-8 principal at uh, one of the schools in the Oxnard School District. So um, I definitely, you know, have many stories to tell about how I got to where I'm at, and I will make sure that we have some more episodes because uh, those could be some lengthy stories. Um, But in the last four years, um, you know, as an athlete, I'm always trying to make sure that, you know, I set goals, and achieve them and then set something higher. So about five years ago, even though I swore that I would never go back to school again, um, I signed up to get my doctorate degree from Concordia University in Portland, Oregon. And this was definitely a new challenge for me. Even about five years ago, it was rare that you would find a program that was 100% online. And I wanted to not have to travel to go to a campus. I wanted to be able to, especially because I was, you know, um, in the heart of my career as an administrator. And uh, there's not much free time, you could say, because you work very long hours. Um, But I wanted to make sure that I had um, the opportunity to work from home if I needed to. So I did this program completely online and my degrees in transformational leadership and i did my dissertation um, of course on athletes Um, i have just been drawn to this whole concept that athletes are wired differently and they achieve higher than others so i wanted to prove it um, with statistics so what i did is i um, did a case study on the academic performance of athletes and non-athletes. And I found that there was a significant difference in the academic performance of athletes when we looked at language arts and math scores. So just something else to prove to you that, you know, athletes, even though, um, you know, the standards are really rigorous now in education, a lot of people say that, you know, the math they can't even do, Um, you know, their kids bring home these math assignments and they're very different. And it's true because we do have a different way um, that we teach it now and uh these kids who are in high school taking these exams i mean they just surpassed students who are not involved in athletics so um right there that just proves to you that um you know athletes do prevail and um they if they put their mindset to something they can achieve it and aside from that i've really in the last oh i would say probably was a couple months before um, COVID had hit, I just had this feeling like I needed to do something. Like I needed to be part of something that was, at the time, that seemed even bigger than myself. So after doing some searching and, you know, trying to figure out what I think that calling was for, I really felt that I needed to help athletes who were just like me because when I transitioned after college, it was different. It was difficult. It was a lot of unknowns. There were a lot of things that I just didn't know, you know, how to deal with. And so, uh, especially given the circumstances right now, when we have some, you know, kids in college who weren't able to play their senior year um, due to the COVID situation that we're in, or maybe even some seniors who are going into the fall now, and they just heard that their conference is not going to hold their sports, or like Stanford, you know, we heard that they had eliminated 11 of their varsity teams over there. There's a lot of athletes who I feel that could really, you know, use some of the skills um, that they have and turn it into something else right now. And, and really, when you, when you leave the sport after playing for so many years, because as an athlete, we're just, we're wired. You know, we, we have everything set out for us. We know what time we're going to practice. We know what kind of meals we're going to eat. We know what time we're going to, to our classes. But when you leave all that, there's nobody. You don't have a coach. You don't have somebody to tell you what to do and when to do it. So considering that 98% of athletes don't go pro, those are the people that we need in the workforce And in my time being a supervisor and essentially a manager because I'm a principal, I have seen the employees who have been either involved in athletics or who used to play, you know, sports competitively, those are the ones who have just a different drive than everyone else. And so as athletes, we can really hone into that and shine in the workforce, and so, what I'd like to do with uh the rebranded athlete is really help with that transition and adjustment um that feeling of loss without having a solid plan after graduating. I'd like you know um athletes who I work with to be able to have that and what one thing that you know didn't come until later on was that you have to really continue your identity as an athlete in the workplace, and it doesn't mean that when your sport ends, that you end. It means that you need to take what you have learned and package that up and take it with you. Almost like in a backpack, if I was going to have an analogy. You have this backpack full of all these tools and all these lessons that you have learned as an athlete. And you take it with you in what other, whatever you're going to end up doing Um you know, after you're done, after you've graduated, whether it's going to, you know, take you to more schooling or if it's going to take you to maybe being an entrepreneur and creating your own business or if it's going to take you right into the workforce where you're working for a corporation, whatever it's going to be, that backpack that you have with all those tools that you learned as an athlete is really going to help you advance and it's going to make you stand out above the rest. And Every athlete that I know personally has had some kind of transition experience. They've had some type of story. And that's in this podcast. What I really want to hone in on with the guests that I am going to have on the show is talking about their experience. Because what I want to let you know is that you're not alone. You're not the only one who is feeling that sense of loss and that feeling like you don't have an identity anymore because you know, the final whistle blew and you hung up your uniform for the last time or your cleats for the last time. You're always going to be an athlete, but you need to find a way to always bring that about in whatever task um, that you do, whether it's in your personal life or whether it's in your professional life. You always can bring that toolbox, that tool backpack like I had used with you wherever you go. So Rebrand an Athlete, we're on a mission to provide a place where Athletes come together and inspire other athletes with their stories. There's many successes and lessons that um we even learn outside of the game. And even in my job, I still use the same set of lessons that I use and the same drive, the same mentality um in my day to day work. And there'll be some times where, you know, I will go back to our sports psychologist. I don't know if you ever heard of Ken Revisa but man and i'm i'm so so bummed he passed away just a couple years ago but what a great mentor i mean he just at the time you know we were like oh man why are we doing all this you know meditation you know visualization all kind of stuff like just get me on the court but really what he taught us to do was everything that we do as an athlete most of the game is mental and he helped us to see that you can come over, you can overcome anything as long as you ground yourself, you put your mind to it, and you play one point at a time. You do one thing at a time, and you'll be successful. And I would hope would that that message would be the same for you right now in this transition. And you know, it may, like I said. It could feel so overwhelming right now, but just do one thing at a time to get you into the direction of where you want to go. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on this very first episode of the Rebranded Athlete podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Both of the handles are Rebranded Athlete. And also, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss any of our new upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Rebranded Athlete.